Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, it's Sparky. 5 for 55 past the hour. Time for another Milwaukee Sports Time Out. Joining us now from the Boston Sports Journal, he is founder and creator Greg Bedard. Greg, I guess first things first, we'll talk about this Packers-Patriots game. Packers offense going through a transition without Devontae Adams. And it feels like this Patriots offense is going through a transition with a bunch of defensive guys trying to learn how to coach offense. <laughs> Uh, you about summed it up, Sparky. It has been a uh, a work in progress, as as we would like to say. Uh, Matt Patricia is your new offensive coordinator and play caller. Yes, the guy who was the defensive coordinator for the Patriots for many years, former Lions head coach Joe Judge, the former special teams coordinator and failed uh, Giants coach, is now the quarterbacks coach. Um, and Bill Belichick has been landing, lending a heavy hand on offense. And um, as you might expect, plus they decided to ch- make major changes to a scheme that, that works very well for over 20 years. And as you would expect, the results have been mixed so far. Uh, they've had some good moments, uh, but they've really been sort of challenged getting on the same page and, and really being a cohesive unit. And so, you know, three games into the season, to me, that's where the biggest challenges lie. It looks like to me this wide receiving core uh, is struggling from a talent perspective, maybe as much so mm-hmm. as uh, some other teams around the NFL. People want to talk about the Bears. People were talking about the Packers coming into the season. Uh, and I saw your piece on little Jordan Humphrey, who I've never heard of in my life, uh, and you going up about <laughs> how much you're playing this dude uh, off the practice squad. So you can elaborate on that. Yeah. So, uh, you know, basically when they went into the season, you know, you figured they'd be okay at receiver. The, you know, they traded for Devontae Parker, uh, who the Dolphins didn't want anymore. Um, you know, he's okay as a boundary receiver, sort of a catch radius guy, back shoulder guy. Uh, Jacoby Myers is the slot guy. Not won't overwhelm you with speed or quickness, but he's very reliable, very smart, very tough. Um, you know, you figured Kendrick Bourne, uh, who was one of their free agent finds uh, who really came on at the end of last season would be a featured part of their their team that has not materialized. He has actually sat the bench uh, more than anything else, even though every time he gets on the field, he makes a play. He still doesn't doesn't play for this team because uh, the Patriots also have Lord little uh, little Jordan Humphrey, who was basically a nothing receiver for the Saints. He's a big sort of in-between receiver, tight end. The Patriots have decided that in this day and age of offensive football that it would be better to put a blocking wide receiver on the field instead of guys who actually can catch the ball and make people miss. Uh, And then you have Nelson Aguilar, another one of their big free agent class um, from last year, who's you know, been okay, but had a humongous fumble. 
against the Ravens going down the field. And so, yeah, you're, you're, it's not just it's not just scheme and coaching. They're limited talent-wise, and you know when you have that, and you don't exactly have offensive masterminds to maximize the talent. Uh, it's been a frustrating year for for Mac Jones, who is now. You know, out for a while. He won't play this weekend. I highly doubt that. And and uh, you could see his frustration um, after some of the plays this weekend against the Ravens. So I'm curious about something. So like with the Packers, you know, it's well, let's uh, you know take some of the pressure off Rodgers having to work with a young receiving core, and let's really focus on Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon both running the ball and getting the ball out of the backfield. So that was kind of the philosophy there in New England. Is the philosophy, even though it may not be working, to try take pressure off of Mac Jones by focusing more uh, on not having to make those big throws? Um, not exactly. I mean, you would you would figure with, you know, the offensive line has talent. They, they sort of shuffled the deck to just add on to the, the changes from a year ago when the team made the playoffs, won 10 games with a rookie quarterback, two receivers, two tight ends who came over in free agency in their first year. You figured, all right, you know, let's, let's build on that. And instead, they've changed everything. The coaches, the scheme, where people play on the offensive line, um, it, you figured they would have started with the running game and you know use that offensive line and Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson who are two excellent backs but you know they've really gone a lot of shotgun one back and and they're hoping to get one-on-ones and Mac Jones throws the ball up and and um, I don't know why anybody's shocked but the turnovers have been up they've really cost the team but that's sort of what you do when you decide all right we're we're not going to go under center very much we're not going to run very much play action we're just going to go shotgun spread and and you know good luck to Mac Jones and look we're three games into the season uh he's had he, he has more x-rays than the Patriots do wins uh two x-rays after the first and third games now he's out for probably a month uh so not exactly a, a, a good plan put to use what about this defense? Matt LaFleur talked in his press conference uh, on Wednesday uh, about anytime you're going against Bill Belichick, you got to wor- worry about different schemes you may throw at. You may prepare for one thing, you'll see something else, and you have to adapt during the game. So you have to be ready for this defense. How good is this Patriots defense this year compared to others? Uh, I th- I still think it's to be determined. I mean, you know, they've been they've been they'll play solid. Um, they won't give up that many big plays. They did a big fourth down play against the Dolphins, but uh, that was just sort of you know just just a bad play on the part of the Patriots. Other than that, they'll they'll limit you. They'll try to take away what you do well. Um, you know, which didn't really work against the Ravens. Lamar Jackson got off with his legs. Mark Andrews was able to get down the field. Um, you know, but they're they're they have a good salt. I like their defensive line. Uh, Matthew Judon's tremendous. Um, you know, he he he's he's off to another spectacular start. Uh, you know, Jonathan Jones at cornerback was a slot corner for much of his career. He switched to the outside. You wondered how that was going to work. He's been terrific so far. Uh, some of their other cornerbacks are a little bit weaker and can be taken advantage of. The safeties are they have a deep safeties group. The big question is the linebackers. Um, Jawan Bentley is out there. He doesn't run all that well. Um, Mac Wilson, the former Brown, who they traded 
for had a had a rough game last week, but he's shown a lot of athletic ability and and explosion. I, you know, it's I'd say it's a good solid unit. They're, you're going to have to earn what you get against them on every down, but I, I wouldn't say they're dominating or anything. When you look at this Patriots team, do you see a playoff team right now early on? No. No, I, I even before the season with with what I saw in training camp with this offense and and it was a complete nightmare. They've made progress the first three weeks. You know, every week they've gotten a little bit better, um, but you know they just don't have enough talent to make up for. Uh, you know, not really having an edge scheme-wise. I mean, they, even before the Mac Jones injury, this team was going to be challenged uh, to make the playoffs, and now it's that much harder that Brian Hoyer is likely going to have to start against the Packers and, and for the foreseeable future. Is there any heat on Belichick at all from the fan base? Uh, a little bit. Um, you know, you still have a, a, a sizable segment that's in, you know, in Bill We Trust type of mode, and um, he can do no wrong. Uh, even when he does wrong, uh, you know, I think I think it would take a, uh, you know, we're talking five, six wins sort of season for the 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 heat to be really turned up. But you know, look, the the owner turned up the heat himself at the owners' meetings when he when he out of nowhere and to lead off his comments talked about how he was unhappy that they don't have a playoff win in three years. And and I could tell you, ownership looks at the coaching decisions that Belichick has made on his staff and and sort of look at it like, Bill, are you really sure you know what you're doing? But, you know, he's earned that trust. But uh, that only goes so far. And uh, so, you know, they they need to to compete this year. Or, yes, I think the heat could be turned up a bit. One last one. Josh McDaniels, uh, now with Las Vegas, uh, they're they're struggling early on. And God knows they've got enough offensive firepower. Any coach would love to have that much offensive firepower. How good is he, Greg? I think Josh is really good. And, And I've watched all the Raiders game film just to sort of keep up what they're doing. I, I look they're they're not making the crucial plays that they need to make for a variety of reasons uh but every go, every game's been they've lost by less than a score um you know one one or two plays here and there and they they're three and0 um they're having some issues on the offensive line but you look at the plan on offense uh it looks you know really good uh the defense is coming along they've had some issues on the offensive line but I still think that's a that team's going to be heard from. Um, you know that that's a good team. I think they've gotten off to you know the the wins and losses aren't there, and that's what matters at the end of the day. But in terms of starting a new program, uh, you know I think he's done pretty well. Watching them on film, they look like a good team. It's just a matter of the bounces sort of going their way. I just got to say this: you've done an outstanding job, man. I mean, to start this Boston Sports Journal website and to see it grow to where it's grown is truly amazing. Follow them on Twitter at Boston Sports. SJ. Follow Greg Bedard on Twitter at Greg A. Bedard. He is one of the very best uh, in the country doing what he does. Greg, thanks so much for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Thanks, Sparky. I can't wait to be back in the motherland, uh, uh, you know, up in Green Bay this weekend. It's been a long time since I've been back, and I can't wait to see a lot of people. And it's completely different then. So, yeah, you'll be very shocked. And Titletown <laughs> and everything else that has changed, you'll be like, where the hell am I? And, uh, yeah, but <laughs> Murphy's done a great job. He really has uh, building up that around uh, Lambeau Field. Greg, thanks so much, man. Have a good one. Anytime. Take Okay, there he is, Greg Bedard, joining us again. Uh, 55 past the hour, our Milwaukee sports time out, 6 a to 7 p. Monday through Friday, tell your family, tell your friends, to hear the entirety of the interviews. All you have to do is check us out here at 1250amthefan.com.
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 